Hello, Mixnet Cases. This is Nick Joss, and we've got an episode of Nutty Bites for you. Today, we're going to be talking about fictional schools with me, as always. Hi, I'm Tech. And we've got some friends with us. So we're going to we're going to organize this. We're going to go from east to west. And with us today, we have our good friend from out east. Wait, which direction is east again? I think that's me. That's you. <laughs> <laughs> I am Mark the Encaffeinated One. Happy to be here to talk about things that don't exist. And then sort of like in the middle of the continent, but south, we have... Am I supposed to like say hi, y'all, since I'm representing south now? No. Hi, this is Melissa Martell, the bathtub mermaid. (laughs) A a yeehaw would have also been acceptable. (sighs) Maybe later. (laughs) (laughs) And then out west for only a short time. Yes. Yeah. Um, Geography has taught me that uh, I am on the west coast, I believe. Uh, is I Saunders Vox, the man of a thousand promises that delivered only one. There we go. <laughs> and we're going to be talking about fictional schools, mostly because, you know, it's back to school time. And I've been really focused on that sort of thing. And I thought, you know what, let's have fun with some fictional schools. So we're going to talk about not just fictional schools, but what are the fictional schools that you would have liked to go to? You know, uh, there's a lot of shows that are and, and books and everything else that are set in schools and universities and learning environments. But that doesn't necessarily mean I want to go there. For instance, I don't want to go to Sunnydale High School, no matter how much I want to hang out with Buffy. Yeah. Got an awesome library. What are you talking about? Yeah, awesome <laughs> library. Also that thing called a hell mouth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Minor. Better. It's like bonus. The school I would like to go to is called McDonald Hall. From a series of books written by a guy named Gordon Corman. They are Canadians' children literature. First book was written in 1978 when Gordon Corman was 15 years old. It's the story of two young boys, Bruno and Boots, that are attending this uh, private boarding school outside of Toronto. They are absolutely hilarious. They are the the first books I remember reading where I had to put them down to laugh out loud. Gordon Corman is a great author. He's written like over 80 books, all uh, young adult stuff. And uh, the school in uh, in particular is called uh, McDonald Hall, named after Sir John A. Uh, and uh, it is run by a very stern, gray-eyed uh, headmaster named Mr. Sturgeon that they all call The Fish. There's actually one book called Beware the Fish. And uh, the two boys in question are incorrigible pranksters who go around uh, making life tolerable by making everybody else's life miserable. But they do so in... There is no controversy whatsoever in any of these books that I remember. It's everything is fun. There are no bullies. Nothing bad ever happens. Um, their best friends are uh, two young girls that are attending the, uh, was it Miss Scrimmage's Finishing School for Young Ladies? That's directly across Highway 48 from uh, this school. Uh, so they always go over, sneak into the girls' rooms, do something, get, you know, uh, they're, they're, te- they're, they're, sorry, they're tweens. There's nothing uh, sexual or inappropriate going on, but Miss Scrimmage always thinks there is. So she's always out there in that house coat and curlers and shotgun blasting indiscriminately into the air, trying to, trying to scare the evil robbers away. Um, it is a wonderful, hilarious, uh, series of books, um, of these guys getting into trouble and then trying to get their way back out of it. So, um, you know, Mr. Sturgeon gets a new assistant principal who tries to categorize and computerize the school. So they have to find a way to get rid of him because no one likes computers. Uh, Miss Scrimmage hires a former drill instructor as an assistant and the two student bodies team up to get rid of him. 
et cetera, et cetera. Uh, absolutely hilarious books and a school I like to go to because guess what? It's a grade school with no bullies. Yeah. <laughs> and this means a lot hey. to me. Yeah, I think I see the dogs agree. <laughs> I'm sorry. They're actually like two floors away behind closed doors. That's fine. Really I'm not agree. complaining. I'm just, I'm, just glad, I'm just glad somebody's agreeing with me. <laughs> I think one of the hardest things while I was trying to think of schools where so many of so much of literature for children, there is the uh, conflict of bullies. And I don't want to go to any of the schools that have all those bullies. So I will agree with you on that. Yeah. Finding a school that doesn't have bullies, it's a rarity. Yeah. To, yeah, to the I other think... can, to the other Canadians on the call, did either of you guys read any Gordon Corman? No, I can't say that I did. Doesn't sound familiar, no. So to our one listener who has also read those books. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Liz. Hi, Liz. <laughs> yeah, and uh, that's the, the thing I was going to say is you, you almost didn't have me, like with the whole, you know, very stern uh, headmaster, the crazy shotgun lady thing and everything. But you do bring up a very good point that an environment that is that fosters that wholesome, wholesome kind of uh, sense of, of fun without crushing it and that has uh you know bullies and uh, no bullies there and that kind of thing is that's an environment that would be really good to grow up in because i mean obviously yeah they might have gotten in trouble but they were allowed to continue with their shenanigans and that's always a good thing and, and, and gen- yeah and generally their shenanigans were always done for uh like like the first book is the fact that to, in order to stop the shenanigans they get broken up and sent to other rooms so one guy has to nerd with like the hyper jock the other guy has to nerd with the um has to has to room with the um uh, the hypochondriac guy that loves the stock market so it's all based on shenanigans against their roommates so that they can try to get room together in of course room 306 um and it is, uh, it, it, it's, it's everything is done for yucks and done wholesomely. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I really have a problem with a lot of kids. This has been made into a TV show as well that I haven't watched, but I have a problem with those uh, TV shows where the adults are always portrayed as like these ogreish villains that never believe the kids, and you know they're always you know perpetually angry tropes. And it, this has never struck me as any of those because it's all played for yucks because everybody's got their heart in the right place. I mean, Mr. Sturgeon, the fish is, you know, quite stern, but he does really care about his school and does care about his students. He's just, you know, the fish. He's a fish. Yeah. I just I keep s- thinking of more of them. This is terrible. <laughs> I've got a never ending list in front of me. I, I was going to say Miskatonic University, but I'm not sure anybody really would really want to go there. Maybe. Um, <laughs> you're, 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 you're looking at the guy <laughs> who has probably more Miskatonic University merch than anyone else I know. Do you really? Uh, and cap, yes, between hats bunch, and yeah. shirts. And yeah, I actually have um, a perfume, a perfume oil that's that's supposed to represent Miskatonic University. Wow. And how does it smell? It's, it's by Black Phoenix Alchemy Lab. Does it summon all of the strange people to you? It does not, but the description is something like old books and graveyard dirt Sounds about and right. coffee stains. <laughs> all of that is good. I mean, I, I totally agree with Miskatonic University. If you survive the curriculum, you can do anything. This is literally. true. This is true. And it's a really interesting place to go. I mean, just think of how um, in depth each of the the people, either professors or students, uh, how how in depth they get into their various uh, fields of study because every time you read about one of them, it's like oh, I'm I'm you know 
focused on occult studies in this one very specific area. <laughs> and they're very specific. Yeah. I mean, there's there's no general broad degrees at Miskatonic. It's I mean, their their art program is kind of uh, unique too, so oh, you know, you, you could consider it a specialty program. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. mostly circles and lines and <laughs> candle wax. Well, I've I've got another um, theater department. Yeah, <laughs> they're surreal. Yeah, yeah I'm not isn't going that, to a play there. <laughs> I was, was going to say, isn't that no. every theater department's a little weird? But that's the best part about it. All the costumes are yellow in the uh, <laughs> in the Miskatonic U third yeah. year. Yeah, yeah. Very dark set. A lot of people go in to watch the play. Not a lot of people leave that theater. Yeah, yeah. The, tentacle, the tentacle, exit. something tentacle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Their musical, their, their their musical production of Shagath on the Roof. <laughs> They've got a great violinist, though. <laughs> I was just thinking that the uh, you know you enter the theater, but the exit takes you directly to the asylum. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, it's the express. Yes, I was I was thinking of something more in line of those supernatural uh, origins as well, but a little more lighthearted with the Unseen University from Discworld. There's only one drawback that until that one uh, woman, uh, they only included men. They only allowed men originally. But I'd like to think that we've moved past that. Discworld, let's all the Discworld's gotten a little progressive. Yes, yes. A little more progressive. (laughs) What I heard disparaging. No, no, the, that was that was a, that was a joking a joking sigh of oh why <laughs> why why are we allowing women why are we eschewing tradition to, to the people who don't know in the disc world um, magic has its own color the, they call it octarine <laughs> and uh, this one mage uh, proclaims that uh, it's supposed to be a completely different color than anything you've ever seen but he was always disappointed because that always seemed greeny brownish to him but. The fact that this school is painted octarine so no one can see it except other magicians. And it's it's a whole like a lot of tongue in cheek jokes about Oxford and and everything else in there. But just the idea that you can, uh, you know, just get in and study to your heart's passion, even if, you know, people think that you're not very good at what you do. They 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 let you continue to study and, and you know, maybe you end up being not so bad thinking of a certain two flowers <laughs> so i think i i'm all about giving me some place that i can uh go up in a tower and study with lots of books and um not ha- have anybody tell me to stop studying i'm good with that so yeah i've i've got a couple but uh i'm gonna float one right now that might seem odd but uh greendale community college it's on my list Re- okay greendale- okay because this is this is going to this is going to uh, one of text points. It's a school where the dean is the most supportive person on the planet. Okay, that's fair. You can be yourself. You can be any kind of weird. You can be any kind of crazy. You can do. You can pursue anything, and that school will support you. I mean, I want to go to a school where ice cream is a credit. <laughs> like I where you get a credit in eating ice cream. I wanted to go to a school where some delusional teacher who thinks he's Robin Williams tells you to seize the day and gets on your case. If you seize it for like artificially, I want to go to that place because I would have thrived in that community college as opposed to just kind of going through college and be like, uh, the numbers, the numbers, the numbers. It would have been wonderfully fun to go to that place. Now I have a question. It, How many years did it take them all to graduate? 
Uh, it was supposed to be uh, seven. <laughs> so, so they were all doctors by the time they got out of there, pretty much, right? So, I can attest it takes longer than that to become a doctor of anything. I mean, if you, <laughs> yeah. If you, if you look at Pierce, it probably would have been what twenty yeah. before he became a level seven laser lotus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think Rideau would have been. Uh, aside from the fact that your mascot is the creepiest thing in existence, uh, it, it would have been a good school to go to. It's just, yeah. And I mean, uh, the the is it, what what's the war that they have every year? Oh, the paintball war. The paintball wars are. Yeah. I mean, nobody has a spirit week like that. Yeah, exactly. Like that, that just ridiculous game of paintball in the middle of the school, destroy the entire school. Plus they, they have to have the best maintenance staff ever. I mean, they're the unsung heroes. Yes, they are the heroes. Reboot the school on Monday and you're fine. Yeah, exactly. Load from a previous backup. Yeah. And, uh, and again, shenanigans are high on my list of, uh, of something that I have to be able to get up to in a, in a school that I'm going to if it's a fictional one. So definitely. You mean you wouldn't do shenanigans in a right in a real school? Uh, I didn't, unfortunately. I think I think the most shenanigans I got involved in were no, no, that wasn't shenanigans. That was yeah, no, we can't we can't speak of that. <laughs> I, I I know of a lot of people that played like um, you know uh, semester long tag games and stuff like that, and you weren't even safe in your classroom, sort of a thing. But that wasn't the kind of school I went to, so I don't yeah. know about shenanigans. The the closest to a character out of Greendale that I had when I was in college was a guy that we only knew as Banana Bread, <laughs> uh, because my my roommate and I had this thing where we would just we'd sit and play Tony Hawk two constantly. Like just constantly. And one day this guy runs into the room, like into our quad for no reason. We've never seen it before. He just runs in, yells banana bread at the top of his lungs and holds a, a, a loaf of banana bread over his head and runs away. And we're just sitting there like, okay, continue on with the game. And about an hour later, he just quietly walks in and goes, nice combo and leaves. And that's the only time we ever saw him. Other than you occasionally see him in the background, and it's like, what? Okay, banana bread. I just yeah. feel like, and, and one day you're going to find out, and that <laughs> man became the 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 leader of the next political party. You know, like like yes. you just find yeah. out he goes on to. Oh yeah, that guy's a multi billionaire now, and I'm yeah, the you know, CEO of a Fortune 500 company. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Turns out Spence, that was Elon Musk. There we go. Uh, <laughs> Spence is in the chat and says, uh, suddenly reminded of Monsters of the Monsters Inc. show, Monsters at Work. One of the characters is called Banana Bread. Now, I never saw this movie, but there is Monsters University. And I, 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 I believe Monsters University would probably be teaching you how to scare children. But after the first movie, it would probably be teaching you how to entertain children. So that could be fun to get the giggles. You could combine them. You could entertain some children by scaring others. There you go. There you go. There are three types of people. Get the get the get the double kill. <laughs> there are two types of people: those who can extrapolate from incomplete data. So, Encav, give us one of yours. Well, I'm torn because I, I you know, when I, I saw the topic, I went, "Wow, well, I don't really know if I know any." So let me do some research, and then a few minutes later, I know a lot. Um, <laughs> so I've do, I, do you want me to do a deep cut, a surface cut? 
or a school I wouldn't want to go to? What, what's well, the, the... We're starting with what you'd like to go to. So okay. dealer's choice on what you'd like All to right. go to. You're going to get another opportunity. I promise. There's, there's, it's tough because there's about 50,000. Um, I, I, I might say Beaubaton, but I'm not, uh, cute <laughs> enough. Ilvermore <laughs> is a little more likely to get a scholarship to. Durmstrang is not my, my deal. So yes, I'm going to say Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. Uh, because if I'm there, it means, I have magic <laughs> or I'm the janitor. I mean, I would accept that. Uh, there's the janitor. <laughs> I, I had the opportunity a few years ago to go down to the uh, wizarding world of Harry Potter in Florida. And it was so much fun just sort of step in and just sort of let the crowd fade away. And my, my consciousness just imagine that I'm there and imagine that in the actual school, Yes, there is music playing that's thematic to whatever, you know, general emotion or thing is happening there because it's going to be a smart school. I mean, come on. <laughs> I think I think one of the best things about the magical wizarding world of Harry Potter at Universal was the line to get on the main ride mm. because you're there and you're hearing the the music and you've got the pictures coming in and out. And I yeah, I agree. Yeah, that, it, that- it, it was quite fun. That was nice, and I'm glad it was nice because I got hauled out of the line for being too big to likely go on the ride. So I never actually went on the ride, Uh, but the the at least the 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 ride to the ride was nice. I will say too, um, even if I wasn't a wizard going there, there was a wonderful blog. I think they've stopped it. I haven't checked in for a while. There was a wonderful blog where people were imagining they were the uh, the Muggle IT department for the modern Hogwarts. (laughs) Oh, and it was it. delightful. It had used wonderful little little clips about how you know the every time the, the the routers went bad, it was basically because someone had summoned something and it was eating a cable somewhere, or you know how they just didn't get email and yet they would send owls all over the place. Uh, I was, I would love to see something like that. Like somebody file those serial numbers off and make it for like another wizarding school or something like that. Like just oh, that sounds. That sounds fantastic. Tech, tech department owls. <laughs> yes. Somebody give me fanfic ideas. But uh, I think, I think that one is says, called the setup wizard. Yeah, I think that's the one. Nice. Spence says uh, you're wrong and that you are cute enough for Bobaton. <laughs> Aww. And I agree. Yes. Is that the French school? That is the French school. That is yes. the, yeah. Uh, the, I mean, I would get very distracted at Bobaton. Let's face it. Uh, if I mean, I'm not dancing, then I'm just going to be staring most of the time. Yeah. yeah. Well, they, they, they need IT support, too. <laughs> they can have it all. I bet their elves have the best pastries, though. Oh, I bet. I bet. Yeah, that's that gets us into the parts of Hogwarts I'm not as pleased with. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll talk about that later when we come back to places we don't want to go because yeah. Tech has now, reasons for, he doesn't want to be in Hogwarts. I mean, if I'm going to be in Hogwarts, let's face it, I'm probably going to be a Hufflepuff. I would love to be a Gryffindor, uh, you know, but I'm, pride. I, I, Ravenclaw is pretty close, but honestly. Hufflepuff is probably going to be the uh, the place. And uh, if you haven't seen Hufflepuff Pass as the video, then go see that to also indicate another element of Hufflepuff. But the reason I, I actually really like Hufflepuff is they're right next to the kitchens. I was and just going to say that. Why would you not want to be right next to the kitchens? That is a, that is a huge perk right there. <laughs> it pretty much is. They have the best snacks all the time. Definitely. Yes. All right, Tech, give us your number two. Another, I got to talk about another book from grade school. Um, a book, the book called The Sideways Stories of Wayside School, written by Lewis Sakara, the same guy that wrote uh, Holes, which ended up being a, um, a movie with Shia LaBeouf. But this story here, uh, the, uh, the Wayside School 
is a school that the builder got the blueprint wrong and built the school sideways. So instead of 30 classrooms side by side, it's 30 classrooms, one on top of each other. He's very sorry about that. (laughs) And it's this book is a lot like uh, think of like Shel Silverstein's where the sidewalk ends. It makes just as much sense and is just as silly. Um, and it's uh, 30 chapters. Each one is a story of a different student or a teacher in each classroom as you work your way up the tower and what goes on. And I'll give you just a uh, there's a synopsis for each one here on the Wikipedia, but I'll give you just an example of one of them and you'll understand how 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 great this book is. But uh, number 19, Miss Zarves. Miss Zarves is the teacher of the 19th story of Wayside School. However, there is no 19th story of Wayside School, which means there is no Miss Zarves. The book apologizes for the absence of the 19th chapter and then moves on. <laughs> Love it. Which, if you remember the Australian psychiatrist sketch, it's like, rule six, there is no rule six. All right, move on. I mean, alternatively, they could have just written this story intentionally left blank. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Uh, everything I've heard about these uh, sideways school stories, like I'm just right, they sound so great. They've they've made it into a uh, cartoon show that I have yet to watch, but it looks really really good. Uh, it's got some great voice cast. Um, chapter thirty, Lewis. Lewis is revealed to be the author of the book. When recess is canceled due to a June blizzard, he tells a story to Mrs. Jewel's class about a normal school where students were never turned into apples, sold their toes, traded names, or even had student flavored ice cream. The students find this story odd, and Miss Jules chides Lewis for making up a fairy tale. When told to thank him, everyone boos. I... Man, people thought Miskatonic was scary. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 um, you know, it's it's not surprising that you read this growing up, and then later said, "Ooh, Douglas Adams." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Reading this, reading yeah, this, and Shel Silverstein, and then you know, like Douglas Adams and Terry Pratchett. Yes, mm. these are these are my guides. Exactly, exactly. That explains so much. (laughs) We actually, we bought this series, or at least uh, one of them. I don't remember who bought. We didn't buy the whole series, right? No, there's about eight books. We bought the first one for my my niece for Christmas. Yeah, we bought it for her. Yeah, and I'm very excited to hear how they they enjoyed it. Um, So I've got a a regular, well, not regular, but a K-12 school. One uh, that I think many of us grew up... um, reading about in comics and then later seeing on screen. And that would be uh, the school for the gifted um, at Xavier mansion and yes. Royal roads. The yes, Xavier Royal Institute roads. for higher learning. And also mm-hmm. like where you could go there and then one day be a, a, a teacher, a professor. Uh, and what I loved about that is the whole idea of um, the whole idea of the X-Men. I mean, it's obviously an, allegory for racism and everything else but also it's not and it's not just racism it's also ableism and all this other stuff and the fact that all of the powers manifest when you go through puberty i mean that really hits as a young person reading those stories you're like yeah nothing feels right i am a freak so to realize that there is a school that you could go and be completely accepted and that you would not be a freak and that you know everybody's a freak and then you would find that that thing that it makes you an outcast in regular life is actually what will make you a hero. Except, you know, for the occasional explosions, the uncontrolled mutations, Wolverine, (laughs) and all those giant purple sentinels that squish the place every now and then. And whatever you do, if there's an emergency, don't play tennis because the tennis courts are what disappears to let the, let the, uh, (laughs) the plane fly. So I assure you, 
I assure you, I would be safe. I would not be playing tennis or playing any <laughs> sports of any kind. So I'm good. I'm good. You know, there's so, got to be at least a klaxon that goes off that says, hey, this tennis court is disappearing. <laughs> this tennis court is disappearing. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna. I was going to say the other, the other, the other uh, thing about that school, other than you know the inclusivity and the fact that you have this genuine sense that you can progress and be a professor someday there, is that they're never going to give up on you, ever. Yeah, you could you could be possessed by some demonic force from space that makes you kill half the world, and they're still going to look out for you and try and bring right. you back. Yeah. Right. So that is something that not many schools will say, like can say that. And Plus, you know, awesome if all Victoria else mentioned too, so you know. Yeah. And if all else fails, like uh Rogue will just absorb your consciousness into her own and you'll live there. There you go. There's there's also not many fictional universities that I can say I have I have been physically at the location and not many that I know somebody who might have uh, joy ridden on Professor X's wheelchair during the filming of the first movie. <laughs> I mean, there's always that too. <laughs> That's the yeah. rebro trip, though. That's the thing you you want to do in your last year. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Save that. So I want to know what your mutant power is if you're going to Xavier School for gifted youngsters. Ah, uh, I, I, um. Oh, what's his name? So, what do I really want? I love the idea of teleportation. I think teleportation is awesome. So, um, you know, Kurt Vonnegut is not Kurt Vonnegut. Wagner. Wagner. Kurt Vonnegut. I mean, that'd be great. That's to a totally different thing. His, his teleportation <laughs> is entirely different and it's well, not so much got the, the right teleportation because he can do it throughout time and be different people as well. I mean, it's, it's pretty wild. Uh, but no, I was going to say, uh, uh, Nightcrawlers is great for that too. I always did look kind of like how Rogue could absorb other people's uh, powers, but at the same time, um, that's kind of a curse. She um, seems kind of bothered by definitely. it. You know? Yeah, just a just a bit, just a bit. Uh, and there's uh, Cipher. That's his name. The one I was trying to think of, Cipher. He could speak all languages, in, including computer languages. So he could communicate with anyone, which I thought was really cool. Man, I'd love to discuss C with that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Explain this to me. I. Uh... <laughs> Uh, I, I don't know, just because I nothing ever goes right. I think I would want the power of flight, but it, it, and it would end up being like my secret identity, where I can just kind of float, and then I'd have to like propel myself around with aerosol cans. <laughs> Man, how much of the environment did that be superhero destroy? I was going to say that 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 show was probably responsible for a good chunk of the hole in the ozone layer. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like all these kids just. Yeah. yeah, I got my mom's Aquanet. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag not sponsored by Aquanet. <laughs> so, Melissa, do you have another one? I have several. There's one that you and I talked about, but I don't want to take that one away from you. So I'm going to talk about one that I encountered when I was a kid, which is forever ago. Um, it's not a school in the traditional sense because it's actually an apprenticeship program, and that's the Harper Hall on Pern. Oh, and, and, and Anne McCaffrey's pardon. And I mean, obviously, I went to in real life. I went to a performing arts school, so it spoke to me a lot because I was in one when I was reading it. Nice. But the whole thing about being in a place where it's based on talent and they foster your talent. Yeah. No. Absolutely. And there are bubbly pies. <laughs> Please explain bubbly pies. Yes, I, I bubbly pie, they're basically a turnover, a hand pie, fruit filled turnover thing. 
usually the closest thing you can get to it on earth is is probably blueberry in a in a turnover but like bubbling hot no with juice that drips when you bite into it well that sounds good and then and then they also have a drink called claw which to me the closest thing you can get to it is if you make a dirty chai and then add a shot of mocha (laughs) a dirty chai is when you add espresso to chai yeah this is this is ruining chai for me I believe that's crossing the streams. Uh, <laughs> no, it's actually really good. If you like coffee, if you don't like coffee, it's not good. Exactly. Then, yeah, those people. So, so tea, <sighs> so tea, coffee, and chocolate. Yeah, all mixed in wood. Yeah, Did bitter chocolate, pro- not sweet chocolate. Did you have problems sleeping? Yeah, you, you won't be sleeping for a while. <laughs> you'll be sleeping for a while. All right, Vox, you're up again. Uh, I could go with an obvious one that I think others have in mind, but I'm going to go with a bit of an outsider one again. Um, I'm going to go with uh, West Valley High from Cobra Kai because nice. because look, I want to I want to live in a world where spontaneous karate fights are everywhere, and that's a valid way to solve your problems. And you know what the best I part mean, is about those karate fights? You don't actually have to know karate to win the fight because none of those kids knew karate at all. This is true. But I mean, <laughs> sure, we're, 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 we're bordering on a little bit problematic because, you know, a kid did break his back and all there. But oh, until then, it was until then, it was all just fun. And, it was just and an adult joined in and uh, yeah. Okay. Stingray was a jerk, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> But you know, every- when you started this and you said West Valley High, I didn't go to Cobra Kai. All I could think was Sweet Valley High. What? Oh, no, no, <laughs> no. That even, moment too. <laughs> even better. You know what? There's there's always the potential for the way, way out there crossover because Bayside High from Safe by the Bell's rival was Valley High. <laughs> so, nice. That was, that was so actually, now I'm, now I'm yeah. picturing Screech in a uh, in a kung fu fight with uh, with Hawk. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, <laughs> You know, um, that's actually one of the schools that I would have liked to go to simply because they have the best budget. Like you, <laughs> you don't have to run a bake sale in order to buy books. There's no like, oh, well, we're going to have to pack uh, 40 kids into your classroom because we had to lay off half the teachers because our budget just can't pay for our teachers. I Have you noticed there's like 15, usually about 10 to 15 kids max in each classroom. Um, their teachers are really good teachers and have great senses of humor and they don't get mad at you when you make fun of them. I mean, that's like, that's like the perfect high school experience. Oh, is this Bayside? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, they barely showed any actual high school in 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 Cobra Kai, but yeah, yes. um, yeah, I, I I think also the Max was uh, was kind of a crazy indulgent place to have at a, at a high school too, like because that that would the Max is that a student restaurant? I don't know, but it I, certainly seemed like it. I, yeah, I don't know. Is it part of the school? Is it just the local hangout? I don't know. Yeah, they always were there, and it was two minutes away from class. So, yeah. And they have a magician as a waiter. So, well, that's important. Yeah, that's the same reason I wanted to go to like if ever I was I, if ever I was tried for a crime, I wanted to go to night court. Definitely. <laughs> okay. Yeah, magician for a judge. I mean, it's yeah. Why <laughs> <I> not? <laughs> Uh, you but know yeah, what? No. while you arraign me, could could you make this uh, coin appear out of my ear? That'd be fun. Yeah. But uh, West Valley High, it's out there. It's silly, but I think I think spontaneous karate fights to solve problems is just 
I wouldn't want to be in the karate fights, but being a person to just stand in the background going, what is going again? Okay. I'm, I I really am holding back on knocking other people's uh, what school I'd like to go to. But I can I just say that the classism in that school is um, toxic? Okay. Well, yeah, there's that. All right. There is that. <laughs> Moving on. I, like I said, I'm, I'm not going to date. Try, I, I'm really not going to diss anyone's uh, nominations here. <laughs> if Miss Katana can make it through, they're all exactly fine. That's yeah. true. If Miss Katana can make it through, uh, the the other thing that I'm going with the assumption is is that all of these schools that have particular talents and etc. that we're all being magically gifted the talents to get us into this school, and I don't know. Well, I right. Of course, yeah. So Cobra Kai, everybody in that school is like a solid eight or higher. <laughs> Does this mean that I get to automatically become gorgeous if I go to this school? Because I'm in. I mean, and that was half my reasoning for wanting to add Riverdale High to this list. <laughs> <laughs> now that depends on which Riverdale you're talking about. If you're talking I mean, about the TV show, that's a yeah. lot different than the original Riverdale High. Yeah, oh, the, the TV show where like it starts off with Miss Grundy, uh, Miss uh, Grundy being hot for Tito, uh, hot for students. So yeah, horribly inappropriate. <laughs> yeah, that show. I, I I think that might be on my list of not wanting to go to schools. If you want to talk not I mean, either of the schools on Sabrina, I would avoid. I mean, the, the Academy of Unseen Arts, at least they're doing the unseen arts. And it is sort of, that's it's true. like the teenage equivalent of Miskatonic U. I mean, let's, let's be fair. Although your bullies might try to bills, actually. I'm sorry, go ahead. I mean, the exit exams are tough. <laughs> what did you say, Melissa? I said, I think they're both, they're, it's a feeder school for Break Bills Academy. Indeed. Which is the University on the Magicians. There you go. Ah. This is this is what happens when one person watched a show and everyone's like, yes. I oh, no, I've, then, I've seen the Magicians before. It was, yeah. The books are better. Or, or it, the, the books are different. Isn't that usually the case, though? Well, the thing is, the, the series went to weird places at times, but it stayed true to what it was. Mm-hmm. And the books are just different because they go in a different direction. Mm. Yeah. Don't That's they always? Right. Yeah, I'm quite often reminded of True Blood. So which, I've got a weird instance where <laughs> really weird. The um, TV show made a couple of positive things, but really lost what was great about the books. But then the well, author the was books like, "Were basically formula mysteries with supernatural stuff." Right. But then the author said, "Oh, I think the TV show is even better than what I've done," and started writing the books like the TV show. And then yeah, that was awesome. a mistake. Yeah. So I've got one. It's not really the school itself, but how you get there. And you're going to be shocked because I'm giving you something animated. Oh, my God. But the magic school bus. That's fair. Yeah. The magic school bus. You know what? I would like to go to that school because, dang. Just uh, only if, if I can the, be on her bus. <laughs> if the ride in is that cool. Right? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> what is the rest of the day I mean, like? Doing the bit of research that I did, that came up on a lot of lists. Yeah. There's a theory like- that Miss Frizzle is actually a, a time lord. Oh, I confirmed. <laughs> it is known. Uh, Miss Frizzle yeah. is 100% of the time. And the school bus is a TARDIS. Yes. <laughs> so I got br- to bring up another one based on this this idea that if I get magically gifted the power to go to the school, then I would like to go to Totsky Sario Culinary Institute from the show Ooh. Food Wars. Ooh, so that's that, a good one. It, 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 I know it's a cartoon, but it's about a bunch of students at, a, at an elite culinary school that are learning to become chefs. But all of the recipes they cook are actually real and actually real food made by real chefs. And the show is done with all of the intensity of a Dragon Ball style street fighter fighting show. But it's about food battles. So 
Oh my God, what's going on over there? What's the secret ingredient? He's using magic, like flashy lights. He's using pork. Dramatic sting. It is hilarious. And if it means I can cook like them and all of my friends can cook like that and we just like spend all day in like ridiculous food battles with like spatula duels and then some weird girl makes, you know, octopus ink noodles that everybody has to try that end up being really delicious. Yes, I'm in all over this. He's using... Honey, <laughs> uh, uh, Spence is is going nuts in the chat there, which is great, um, and saying that they want to stay in Polaris dorm. I think the only the only downside is the for the inexplicably the the inexplicably always nude senpai. Wait, wait, that's not a downside. What are you talking about? Well, it is for me. <laughs> senpai is the best. I, a, he is a great character. He's always wearing an apron though, but he's always not wearing anything under the apron. Inexplicably. Well, he wears the apron because have you have you have you tried cooking? That's not that's, food safe. That that's not food safe. That's not person safe. <laughs> I mean, bacon grease teaches not to cook na- naked. This just, right. <laughs> Let's just put it that way, hypothetically. Yeah. That apron, I can tell you, is there. Um, uh, it is corrective, not preventive. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the sort of thing that you learn. You learn once that hot oil is hot. Oil, hot oil is hot, and that maybe I should wear an apron. Uh, uh, Cliff Lord just joined the chat and goes, "Honey, sweet." <laughs> <laughs> so, and Kev, you look like you were ready to say one of your choices i maybe maybe i was but i keep going back and forth across my list i'm going to cheat and mention like four of them and then my real choice so i could say starfleet academy but that would be kind of boring i could even say the vulcan school of science but that also would be a little bit intimidating i could say keiko o'brien's combined school on deep space nine but no no if i'm going to go into star trek i'm going to do it all the way and I'm going to work for an institution of dubious invention. I'm going to study at the Daystrom Institute. Yes. Nice. Because their, their policy is see if it works and we'll worry about the consequences later. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. So much like Miskatonic. You've, you've created yeah, another a thread, rift in reality. There's a thread to what I'm talking about. Yes. <laughs> but uh, I mean, they always get blamed for a lot of things, but imagine what they could create if they were just, you know, not overwatched quite so much. And imagine what the classes are like. You know, we know you're a genius. If we're going to be, again, inheriting the the features of whatever universe we're proposing, you're going to be a genius and you're going to be challenged to create things that are probably going to break the world. But if they don't, they're going to be awesome. So I, I think, and frankly, Star Trek, the whole universe I mean, there's a lot of really good things about it. And imagine the unlimited budget. Imagine the you know, unlimited cafeteria. Uh, imagine the universe, uh, the universe of possible people you can meet there. And, you know, occasionally you get some, you know, shy looks from an ensign who says, did you really invent that? And then you get to <laughs> smile and say, unfortunately, yes. And now, and nice. now, and now you've started this thread in my head. Now I'm imagining the IT department at the Daystrom Institute. It's like, oh, we got to go purge the pattern buffers on the, uh, on the holodex again. I Turns think out, Professor, we have Bar- a team of binars on staff. Yes, yes, the binars. <laughs> we got to go. We got to go purge the pattern buffers in the holodex again because Professor Barkley's been making unlicensed holograms of the staff again. Oh. Uh, I will. I will say um, it, we have learned that you know while attending Daystrom or working on a research project, you may end up falling in love with your professor. And that's kind of inappropriate, but you know, it yeah, happens. But they were post-grad. It was post-grad. It wasn't like they were 18. 
Yeah. Once you start at the Daystrom Institute, you don't graduate from the Daystrom Institute. You just stay there. So it could be like 45 and 47, the student and the professor. Or 405 and 407. They're working on a couple of travel things. I Barkley has become the spider creature again. (laughs) (laughs) He's trying to figure out if he can make spinnerets. There you go. (laughs) I I like how you mentioned Keiko's uh, schoolroom because (laughs) to me, that I think is very prescient right now because what were the kids doing before Keiko? They were all learning virtually at home from their own computer terminals. <laughs> and Keiko is like, we they need to have the socialization of in-class learning. And she was able to teach students at all different levels, all different ages. Like, Keiko's freaking awesome. It was like a futuristic Montessori school. I Yes, but also like dealing with the whole, you know, because so many kids, right, you know, this past year, they spent that time working from their own computers and not being able to go to a classroom. It, it just some really still shows are. that need. Hmm? And some still are. Yes. And some still are. And she is a botanist. Thank you, Spence. And, and, and she was able to still do all of this. I mean, imagine having this amazing botanist as your teacher. Just awesome. I mean, these Does more indoctrination on- count as going to school? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jack. Uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna vote no one. I mean, that I'd like look at how that. much Picard learned. Um, <laughs> I, the 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 school at Deep Space Nine was high on my list simply because Deep Space Nine would have been a really cool place to grow up. Mm-hmm. I mean, sure, there's you know takeovers and uh, alien beings and a whole lot of terrible things happen to that place, but. The view would be great alone, and then you get to meet all kinds of crazy aliens and sell self-stealing, uh, self-stealing stem bolts, self-stealing stem bolts. Totally, totally also, do a small town sitcom on DS9, and it would work. Mm, mm, a little house, I mean, on, a little house on the galaxy. <laughs> what are you going to do with thirty-eight ramages of Yamak salt? <laughs> Let's see what the rest brings. The, uh, You've also got the unnamed Klingon chef there, like oh, in the restaurant, Debo? right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That he, he does have a name. It's just never mentioned in the show. No, 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 no. What I mean is, it's Debo from Friday, aka the president from uh, Fifth Element. Fifth Element. Yes, yeah. Tony, Tony uh, Lyle, yeah. is that his name? He just passed this year. Ah. Yeah. He was amazing. Yeah, like, I mean, you don't sound like the president. You know how I know the president's a moron, and you don't sound like a moron. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, that's Deep Space Nine would be an interesting place to grow up if you survived the explosions and all I that stuff. I would have stuff, been so. completely happy to be on the school and the Enterprise as well. I'll give you one. Fair. I'll give you one big perk for growing up on Deep Space Nine over the Enterprise. Mm-hmm. No Q. That's oh no, true. he showed up. He got punched, but he right. showed up. And, yeah. and then and then Ben punched him, and he never showed up again. Well, also baseball. It? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would that, that. That's my theory. That uh, I think the real reason why Q left is he showed up, he met Ben Sisko, he got punched by Ben Sisko, and then he realizes he's the emissary. It's like, oh, wow, wormhole aliens. Yeah, I can't deal with those guys. Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> I thought Sisko just punched him into the Delta Quadrant. <laughs> There's that, too. <laughs> you made Vox snort through his nose. Ha <laughs> um, I will say that I do think that Starfleet Academy would be a lot of fun. But my caveat is it is the Starfleet Academy that Mar- Beckett Mariner went to. You know, it is it is not uh, I'm not I'm not uh, 
going on death defying um or or death inducing uh flight crews with uh Wesley Crusher and not Tom Paris. Not Tom Paris. <laughs> I'm not well, I mean, that was an elective. I'm not hanging out with Boothby. I'm I'm doing all the fun stuff with Beckett Mariner and getting into trouble there and having fun. And sarcastic Vulcan salutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, you just you just brought up the, the there's there's the theory that uh, Nick Lacarno was just Tom Paris trying not to trade off of his father's name, right? Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> no, seriously, there, there, there's the there's no, a theory that the theory. floats around that it is actually the same character. He just did not want to trade off of his admiral father's name, so he went under a different name. That's, that's an bad. admirable trait. Oh. Oh, oh, Mark, we missed you. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's more to it than that. There was also another theory about having to, you know, change his name because of witness protection or some silly thing, too. But, you know, I love it's, it's, I love, it's the same. I love all of the um, backwards uh, explanations for the fact that they were like, yeah, we're not having a bridge officer that killed somebody. No, you know, that's not it. It's because the writer of the episode with Nick Locarno in it would not let them use the character without a massive payout. Well, it's required by their union. It is, yeah. yeah, it is required. Yeah. Like, for instance, uh, Picard, mm-hmm. uh, as the episodes were being released, Melinda Snodgrass was like, ooh, this sounds like they're coming yeah. really close. And then the once uh, Maddox appeared on screen, she had to be paid. Yeah, well, once Maddox was mentioned. No, you can mention, paid. you just can't show. Oh, okay. But yeah, the, she ended up getting a, a very nice payday. Congratulations, Melinda. Yes. Um, she deserved it. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. She yeah, absolutely you wanna, deserved it. You want to find some of the best episodes of TNG? Uh, watch the ones that were written by Melinda Snodgrass. And like I, like I said, the, 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 the writer deserves every bit of credit for creating that character. And so yeah. should have been paid. It was a absolutely. really obvious dodge to be like, oh, yeah, we have another guy that, that spent some time in prison that happens to be a slick flyboy that yeah just happens he, to be cast by uh, with the same actor yeah, it was it was the transporter clone transporter clone there we go let's just go with that <laughs> i'll tell you another thing about that school though the only staff member you ever sees the gardener this this cannot speak well for their uh <laughs> they mentioned the, professors but yeah they mentioned prof- well you saw the board in the trial yeah, the school administration staff, not the actual yeah. teaching staff. Yeah, that, that's uh, a that's a military trial at that point. Right? That's true. <laughs> the, other, well, the, other and- pro- the, the other problem I've got is a, a serious problem, and this is coming, you know, in my in my role as an educator at a military school, is um, I do not like the idea of the Kobayashi Maru as a real test. The idea that you're setting up your students to fail and that you are giving them a test they cannot pass. And then you're telling them all oh, from the very beginning of your career as a cadet, you have to get used to people dying. I'd rather teach my people how to live. Thanks. You know, you'll cross that bridge when you get there. But traumatizing your students on the way through the door is generally not a hallmark of success. It makes for great TV, though. I mean, and I, you know, I think they replaced all the uh, all the teachers at the school anyway with holograms of Captain Janeway. So <laughs> it's fine. There, there, there's no people involved. There you go. There. This is also bordering on uh, one of the one of the schools I wouldn't want to go to, mm. and that's the Kingsman Academy. <laughs> yeah, no. Like, come on, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna drown you, and we're gonna force you to you know shoot a a dog you raised, even if you're not actually shooting it. You're emotionally supposed to think that you are, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's all wonderful thing to huck you out of a plane with one too few parachutes. These are all things that are normal for a school, right? Mm-hmm. 
Uncle Monster in the chat brings up an excellent point. Did Boothby train Keiko? I'm going to say my 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 belief is that would be no, because Keiko is not Starfleet. No, she's That's a true. But 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 so is Boothby. Yes, so is Boothby. I mean, he could also work at whatever university Keiko went to. In Moonlight. You know, gardening at uh, Starfleet Academy could just be his hobby. Well, who gardens at night? I think secretly Boothby owns that academy. <laughs> he's like the he's actually like the commandant, but he just he actually in the garden. he actually holds the deed on on the presidio and <laughs> uh, yes, that's right. For like years of inheritances. <laughs> he, he's actually the dean, just walking around in his pauper's clothes, right? Just pretending <laughs> to be this like lowly gardener to get the scuttlebutt from the cadets. Then he goes well, back the to uniforms are like really uncomfortable. So do you blame him? I mean, it's probably just a traveler or something. It's like he's no. been there forever and will be there forever. It's a one-piece uniform with a zip up the back. It's like a it's like a really bad onesie. Like, how does one go to the computer, bathroom in this uniform? Up. I want to know if it comes with a wire hanger for pulling the zipper up. Yeah, or like 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 a like, like a thing like a wetsuit. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Uh, very that- very specialized gravitational field. Uh, no, you just transport yourself into it every morning. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you just transport that stuff out of you every morning. Also, well, that's a little more delicate. <laughs> oh my! All right, that'd be great though. You'd never get trashed. Do a, do a bunch of shots, beam it out of your stomach. Do a bunch more shots, beam it out of your stomach. Yeah, but if you're a college student, you're gonna you're gonna recycle everything you beam out. So it's not necessarily going to go as well as you think. Mm. Then you get the discovery talk where it's you know this is poop. <laughs> <laughs> You accidentally turn yourself into a salamander. Oh, we were rewatching Lower Decks and um, they're taking them to the farm, which is the planet where all the science mishaps get cured and taken <laughs> care of. And there's yes. the, the salamander creature. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Tom Paris. He's fine now. He's fine now. Does anyone have any last I mean, you want to throw in there? These are the shows. Uh, sorry, shows. These are the schools I really wanted to go to. Way, way back in the 1980s, secret <laughs> government employees dug up famous guys and ladies and made them using genetic copies. Now, their clones are sexy teens now. They're going to make it if they try. Loving, learning, sharing, judging. Time to laugh and shiver and cry. I'm talking, of course, of Clone High which is a, a fantastic cartoon of the teenaged clones of famous people all in high school together. So the president of the student uh, of the student body is Abe Lincoln. You have JFK, the jock who's dating the head cheerleader, Cleopatra. Uh, you've got, you've got the G spot. Gandhi. Uh, yeah. yeah Ga- Gandhi <laughs> as the AD, as the ADHD little nerd. Uh, you've got um, the, the girl, the, the girl who's in love with Abe but can't figure out how to say it because she's got the voice of God in her head. That's and she's right. a goth girl. Yeah, it's the gothy art student, Joan of Arc. I had a date last night with Catherine the Great. Or should I call her Catherine the So-So? <laughs> Freaking love that show. I, and I think... If I to hang out with all these celebrities, you know, the, 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 the elder student that runs the carpentry program is Jesus Jesus. His, Jesus, and he's got like a beanie on with his halo above the beanie. Uh, their professor is this guy who's half sheep, half human named Mr. Sheepman because he was the original clone. They tried it on. I mean, if we're going with, uh, if we're going, I, I'm going to go with a, go to the school that I would like to go to for the, for 
just the fact that it's a beloved a beloved show. I'm going to go with the uh, whatever the heck the school in undergrads was. I can't remember the actual name of the school now. Come to think uh, of it, well, there were three schools. Yeah. So uh, which one was it? Yeah, because there was Techerson Tech. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's Techerson Tech, uh, the something junior state. community college, and yeah. I forget what the main state university they went to was, but yeah, that's a great one. <laughs> uh, it's actually never named. Oh, yeah. There you go then. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, I'd like to go there just because, you know, Kimmy Burton went there. <laughs> oh, Kimmy Burton. <laughs> we, we, were da- we were just talking about this the other day. We were in town doing some shopping, and as we're leaving the store, a group of college-age guys walk in. They're like, hey, bro, look, it's over there, dude. Let's go, man. Yeah. And they're just they're wearing like little tank top. They were just the most annoying college dude bros I've ever seen. And my first thought is the only thing better they could have said was just alpha, 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 alpha. the whole way as they went through. Which was Rocco's. Uh, I would yeah. like to go to the 80s television version of the School for Performing Arts. Mm. The oh, movie, the original movie like was very fame? pretty and very realistic. Yeah, like fame. Yeah. Um, having gone to a real performing arts school, it's nothing like that. We did not dance in the cafeteria. We did not break into song in the middle of the day. Well, we did, but not like that. Um, but And usually it was like you got three extra periods, so you're in school two hours longer than everybody else to get your art stuff in, plus private lessons and rehearsal requirements and all of that. So we didn't get to do a thing where we had reduced academics and more time to spend on arts, and I would have really liked that. So that's an actual school. It is a real school, but that's not how it works. No, it's not how it works at all. I know people who have gone (laughs) there and I know people who have taught there, but they do actually make you um, uh, do auditions in order to get in. So if you watch watch the movie, the uh, audition process, uh, from what I'm told, is pretty typical, very intense, very exactly what it was like. Um, And the pressure that the kids felt in the movie was pretty realistic but then the tv show was just fun the tv show was just fun and it was a very nurturing environment yeah and there was who doesn't want debbie was... allen as their dance teacher <laughs> who doesn't want to dance with gene anthony ray i mean yeah it just everything fantastic the movie the movie is is so heartbreaking and the remake the it, so don't, don't watch the remake of the movie though because oh no, no 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 reason we're there's no great round, we're lightning rounding uh, we're not quite there, but okay. uh, it, it's just the last things that people want to mention okay. before we get into the lightning round. All right. That was my last long one. Okay. I'm good. Uh, I've got, um, so I've got two that I'm going to talk about. And one of them, it's, I love the idea of the school. Um, I just don't want to have to deal with any pettiness that uh, the main character did have to deal with. But, um, you know, if my name's not Rory, I think I'll be okay. Hilton. Uh, <laughs> Uh, from the Gilmore Girls, because I just it they had such a great program and uh, very was, intense. We could and, be classmates. That would be cool. Yeah, it would be great. And I, I not everybody is trying to be Paris Geller. So uh, as long as I stayed clear, uh, probably I would have hung out with Brad and we would have been friends um, exactly. and all would be good. Yeah, just stay away from the bad people. Um, but also, I I have to mention uh, Hillman University from a different world. Yes. Because that actually seemed like a really good school to go to. Although because, we're a little too pale for that. Yeah. Well, there <laughs> is that. I, I, I definitely too pale. But I love the, the whole, all of the teachers were legit. Like they all had a, a, 
a great authentic credibility and they were supportive, but at the same time teaching real lessons, they never treated their students like they were children. They treated them like they were adults. And usually that was, you know, when there was conflict or problems with a professor, that usually was what it was. It was, oh, no, 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 you're not in high school. You're an adult now. You have to handle this like an adult. So I thought that was probably like the best representation of college on TV as opposed to things like, you know, California University in uh, uh, Santa Bell. If you graduate from Hillman, you get to become a Starfleet captain. This is true. (laughs) This is true. Perks. I mean, so it's a feeder school for Starfleet Academy. Is this the way it works? Not only you do, you could, you could, uh, graduate from Hillman, teach at Hillman and then become the captain of the Cerritos. Absolutely. (laughs) That's quite a career trajectory. I mean, yeah. (laughs) While, but, and also, Mm while being married to the Jamaican accounting of a very successful package delivery company. This is also true. Yes. Okay. And, 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 and briefly to Barbados Slim. Briefly to Barbados. And also, <laughs> oh, that mahogany god, the only man to win Olympic medals in both limbo and sex. And run the Underground Railroad in in and out of uh, Zombie Portland, is it? Is that iZombies in Portland or Seattle? Uh, uh, Seattle. 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 Of course, to everyone who's now scratching their heads, we're talking about all of the many characters of Don Lewis. Who is amazing. <laughs> who is amazing. And I'm in love with her. I love that woman. They're I, all think I, I have such a crush universe. on her. I think I have to finish watching I Zombie because I didn't I didn't get to the part with the underground zombie railroad. So the last She's season bad. is good, except for the last episode. Ignore that. Eh, I liked it. Isn't it, isn't it, oddly I, it wasn't that bad. Way? It was just a little anticlimactic. But I think it's because it got canceled before they could truly finish the arc. Yeah, we didn't. All right. So um, I'm just going to we're going to go into a lightning round Mm -hmm. and I am going to mention things that were mentioned in the chat as well as any other lightning schools we want to talk about. Okay. Uh, So Spence has a bunch from anime. Auroran High School, which is from Auroran High School Club, I think is the name of the anime. Never saw it, but Spence is saying it's awesome, as well as Demon School from Welcome to Demon School and UA High from My Hero Academia. And then uh, Uncle Monster just asked about Shield Academy. Is that... Ooh. Is that access, to, access to all sorts of fun toys there. That, very challenging that, science <clears throat> program. Yeah, mm-hmm. Very challenging. Does that mean that I could have Dr. Bruce Banner as my t- professor? That would be cool. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw in Bending State College. Yeah. from the same show i have to add in brown university is that is that where robot house is Uh, no brown no that's mars university oh that's right but brown university was the um the um the the sewer university for the sewer mutants (laughs) Ah, right, right. excellent uh another one i got to mention is beacon academy from ruby Oh, Beacon. That's if, a good if one. If nothing else, the food fights are epic. Who I mean, doesn't want a school that teaches you combat? That, that that teaches you to fight in a food fight with turkeys on your hands. <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, Mr. The- Bean School, was it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got to throw in Watchers Academy. I know we throw at Sunnydale High School yeah. and all that, but the Watchers Academy would be pretty cool. Um, as would, uh, here's one I'm going to, I'm going to throw in because it's a, it's a deeper cut. Because I found this and realized, oh, this is the same school name for two different things. So I'm going to just assume it's the same school from two different eras. That's McKinley High, which featured in Freaks and Geeks and also Glee. Yes. Interesting. And I think that combination would be pretty cool. Great AV club and awesome singing and dancing going on. So 
I mean, like, is that what the AV club turned into? Like, because of that influence? <laughs> By the There'd way, more that would explain a lot. If you haven't seen Freaks and Geeks, that is, it's only one season, but, it, but that good. show is too good and it got canceled way too fast. And everybody that was in it went on to become something amazing. Also, got to mention that school that Black Widow lo- learned all her stuff at would be awesome to go to, except as a man, I would probably be the dude in the red suit they're practicing, like, how to break necks on. So, so my the red room? Rather, huh? <laughs> the red room? Not red room, red suit. Uh, never seen no, the no, the red suit? room is, I think, the, the, the name of the place, though. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Also, the guy uh, in the red suit is the awesome character or awesome character actor who's in... Uh, uh, uh oh shoot uh why am i forgetting it uh hawkins middle school stranger things oh okay um, anyway uh, just to say my attendance there would not last very long and i'd get my neck yeah. broke <laughs> i i i think uh if if i'm going back to schools where crazy fights break out every once in a while in, in them not a school in the traditional sense but Duncan mcleod's c cooper dojo <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> Uh, I'm going to throw yes. out, if we're talking about dojos, uh, uh, Ip Man's dojo. Learn from Master Ip. That would be kind of cool. I got, I got one based entirely on the name from the list I'm, I've been scrolling through to try and jog my memory on things. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have never watched the show Little Britain, but I would like to go to Kelsey Grammer High School. <laughs> Same. I mean, apropos of the year we've had, uh, the Oasis School from Ready Player One sounds really, really good. <laughs> the full virtual... I- school that also includes video games i was gonna generally genuinely say that one too because it also happens to be that the education planet has a hidden dungeon that could earn you trillions of dollars on it yeah <laughs> even if you're living in a stack of cars exactly uh how about we throw some that people should know like san dimas uh san dimas high school san dimas, san dimas high school football, football rules, rules. <laughs> I've already mentioned Hawkins Middle School, but how about Shermer High School? Here's a quiz. Does anybody know where Shermer High School is? Three products, three movies that were back in the 80s produced, uh, that were produced in this school, or rather produced with the school name, uh, Breakfast Club, Weird Science, oh. and Ferris Bueller's Day Off all apparently take place in Shermer High School. Wow. And that's just going to be the weirdest school that's, ever. <laughs> that's, that's the, the Hughes verse though, right? Like he's, I'm he sure that's his, why. Yeah, yeah. He had his own view askew style universe before the view askew verse was a thing, right? So as opposed to schools I don't want to go to, like the Derek Zoolander Center for Children who can't read good and want to learn to do other stuff good too. Well, I can't <laughs> put in the door. It's only this big. It's made for ants. Especially with the number of Canadians on this podcast, I think we have to give an obligatory mention to Degrassi. I knew you were going to say that. I knew it. <laughs> she said Canadians is like oh, I know. And I think it's important that I, the American on this podcast, is the one bringing it up because I grew up with every incarnation. <laughs> okay, couple problems with Degrassi. One, Drake. Two, <laughs> okay, I give you that. Uh, two, every single week. You'd have to put up something very special episode of Degrassi. Huh? <laughs> somebody got pregnant. Somebody OD. Somebody twenty got years of after school. I mean, specials. I'm still <laughs> getting over the tragedy of of Jerry uh, uh, Jeremiah, who was going to be this big rock star and great, and he ended up becoming a bald car salesman. I think I think they did him wrong. Am I the the only Canadian that never actually watched that show? Never, yes, never, never watched it. Okay. 
Because, I mean, like, <laughs> Kevin Smith has seen more episodes of that show than I have. <laughs> okay, He's but- been in more episodes of the show than I've seen. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair. Uh, to be fair. That was all ported down to uh, the U.S. as well. So it's not just a Canadian It, it thing. actually started on PBS here. Yeah. 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 Which is one so, of the few channels I got. Schools not to go to? The Police yeah. Academy? Mm-hmm. No, no, I would, I would love to go to that academy. That sounds like fun. Uh, Cole Hill School, that's from Doctor Who. If you remember, that was the school where bad things were starting to happen to all the Isn't kids. Isn't that the one where, where Giles was one of the alien headmasters? I believe so. They were going to spin off it into an, its own series, too, which was unfortunate. <laughs> never, never got there. Uh, he was really menacing. Uh, how about that. Faber College? You may remember Faber College from that. Animal House. Oh, yeah, that's oh, dear. No, no, I do not want to go there. Uh, or, Revenge no. of the Nerds and Animal House, those places are verboten. Uh, that would be Adams College for yeah, Revenge of the yeah. Nerds. I did research. Uh, <laughs> how about this one? I cleverly named Bradbury University, and I was so pleased they used this name, for the butterfly effect. Oh, that's a good name. Oh, okay. That's um, perfect. I had one, and it's going away. It's going away. Now, what I would like to go to, just as a quick one, uh, Rushmore Academy, because any any uh, any institute where one of the professors gets into a personal war over a uh, over the affection of a woman with somebody is a school where you can get away with anything. <laughs> like, so I'm gonna on that vein um, say that I don't want to go to the school from Cruel Intentions. The school yeah. from election, uh, the school from, <laughs> oh, so many things. Thomas Ewan Consolidated High School. That's Carrie. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that one. Clueless. Well, mm. well the academy I would absolutely from not want to go to the Lowood Institution from Jane Eyre. I haven't watched it yet, but yeah. I'm surprised no one mentioned the Umbrella Academy, actually. That was going to be my next one. Oh, there you go. There is one. <laughs> yeah, so Welton Academy from Dead Poets Society. Other than one teacher mm-hmm. there, that place seemed like it was awful. So I, I actually had this as an entire rant that I was going to go up against NCAF here, but I'm just going to say it very quickly. A school I do not want to go to is Hogwarts. <laughs> and I'll just give one example of the many things they do wrong at this school. But they treated a girl so badly she killed herself. Her ghost continues to haunt the school and they still continue to treat her badly. Yep. Yeah, it's I, a hard place when you look at I, it really closely. I, I mean, I mean, the bullying is so bad. We're going to bully your undead spirit. F you moaning Myrtle. I mean, I just, I, I can't, I, I have so many more anti, anti Hogwarts rants. I'll just leave it at that. I think, I think she didn't commit suicide. No, but right. So endangered by something that was already at the school killed. And then they still continue to treat her like crap. By the yeah. villain. I think the staffing is yeah, the problem. The staff is the staff is awful. If they're we, not, we hire bullies for teachers. Yeah, I if mean, they're not routinely on. bullying you, they're throwing you into a an, into a like lethal combat gauntlet without telling you all the information you need to know about it. Well, or they're then, encouraging a sport which is basically, hey, fly around and potentially fall off this broom and die. I will again <laughs> say that. Well, things are being Miskatonic University made it through, so Hogwarts is fine. I mean, yes, this is true. I mean, if, if, if high lie is a sport that is less violent than your school sport, (laughs) there's a problem. (laughs) I I love how the thing has become. Look, if Miskatonic University makes it through, then we're okay. I'm glad that was set an early bar. It was an early bar. Look, I'm glad the high lie joke landed. So, (laughs) you know, it's a, it's a would you rather. Yeah. Would you, would you you rather play high lie? 
or go to Miskatonic University on a scholarship. Ooh, which program? Mm. Oh, you're in the occult <laughs> arts studies program? No. no. Pass. <laughs> Hard pass. Oh, no, no, no. It's okay. Uh, you have a scholarship for the theater program. Ah, even worse. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this has been fun. Um, I love the idea of thinking of learning in these different environments. I will say one of the problems is when we are trying to create conflict, a lot of times that comes out and makes... Uh, the institution look bad uh so <laughs> uh but we still have a lot of places that we would love to go and learn uh and we didn't even go into you know which professors we want to learn from that would be a whole other show that would be yeah. a completely different show for sure but thank you so much everyone for joining us um i'm gonna just ask uh so the encaffeinated one where can people hear your audio chocolate <laughs> uh encaffeinated.ca if you can't spell that encaf.ca encaf.ca and melissa where can they hear your tales at bathtubmermaid.com and vox where can they watch you streaming nonsense and cleticisms uh yeah you did uh twitch.tv slash sonorous vox don't follow me on twitter it's not worth it <clears throat> <laughs> and Uncle Monster has a great closing for us. Hogwarts Lice Infestation announced Sorting Hat has no comment. Oh, I don't want magic lice. That sounds horrible. Oh, Thank you gross. so much, everyone, for joining us. Um, and uh, if you have a favorite school that you would like to talk to us about, you can always chat with us in the Discord. You can chat with us in the Facebook group, or you can send us an email. Uh, just listen to the details at the end of the show. Thanks. Bye. And we want to thank our patrons without whom we wouldn't have two episodes a month. Our patrons, 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 patreon, patrons. That's the word. Our patrons get some fun rewards and we like to give them a special thank you because they really do keep us going and, and keeping us getting these shows out to you. So we're going to start with our top tier. Uh, it's actually called the street team, but, uh, we all know what Jason renamed this to and that we're going to thank, uh, Jax, our, 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 biggest daddy uh we are gonna thank jason and rich the tt and for our patrons of the arts that's the next tier we're gonna thank andy dare mark the encaffeinated one those are two separate people one's with a c one with a, with a k um melissa the radical geek and susanna and for all of our other patrons thank you so much you keep the lights on you keep things going because you are the bulk of our patrons so thank you to cliff grig harold hugh Ian, Justine, Ken, Kinsey, Mike, Patrick, Shane, Stephen, Tibby, Will, and Zach Man. Thank you so much, everyone. You are all awesome. Nutty Bites is produced by Nimlas Studios under a Creative Commons Attribution No Commercial Non-Derivatives 3.0 International License. That means you can't change it without my permission. You can share it and send it to your friends. Just link back to me, my site, and everything. We live at nimlas.org, which has links to everything social media, including facebook.com slash group slash Nutty Bites and patreon.com slash nukejoss or call 347-NUTTY42. 